0: Fred Snodgrass played Major League Baseball over a century ago from 1908 to 1916, playing eight seasons for the New York Giants and one for the Boston Braves. After his playing days were over, he returned to his native California where he was married, raised a family, worked as a rancher and a banker, and even for a time was mayor of a small town. And in 1974, after living a long and full life, he passed away. Now, since he had played so many years in New York, when he died, the Times ran a story. And I kid you not, this was the headline. Quote, Fred Snodgrass, 86, dead. Ball player, muffed fly in 1912. quote. You see, in the 1912 World Series, he dropped a pop fly. His error set up the winning run who the next batter drove in. As a result, the Giants lost the game and the World Series. I tell this story because it's a good example of how hard it is for us to forgive. You know, if we can't forgive and forget an uh, error in a baseball game, albeit a very important one, we're, we're, we're going to have a hard time forgiving those who sin against us. We're going to have an even harder time uh, forgiving those who sin against us. You know, Our gospel today, our readings uh, are all about forgiveness and about the need we have to forgive others. We see that very explicitly in the gospel, but uh, I actually think there's one aspect of the gospel that is lost in translation, and it has to do with the two debts from the parable. So we are told that one servant owed the king a huge amount, and that same servant was himself owed a debt by another servant that's described as a much smaller amount. Now, neither description is all that precise, But in the original language, the debts are described, uh, the amounts owed is described um, exactly. So for instance, the debt that the servant owed the king, the one we translate a huge amount, in the original language, it was 10,000 talents. That's a very specific amount. Now a talent in the ancient world was a a measure of weight, kind of like pounds today. And when you were talking about a talent weight of gold or silver, it could also be spoken of as a currency. Okay. So one talent of silver, for instance, was worth 6,000 denarii. All right. And one denarius was the typical daily wage for a laborer. Okay. So let's do some quick math. Um, One talent equals 6,000 denarii. Uh, 10,000 talents would equal 60 million denarii. And if we translate that into modern currency, we're looking at something like $5 billion. You know, that is an insane amount of money, an insane amount of money. There are very few people alive today who could even hope to pay that amount, uh, that kind of a debt. What are we talking like 100 or 200 people in the entire world have the capacity to do that? This servant has no chance. Period of paying this debt. Yet when he pleads for mercy, the king forgives his entire debt. All right, this all raises the question, why did Jesus come up with such an insane number? I think for two reasons. One, it helps us see the gravity of sin and two, the tremendous mercy of God. Let's talk about the gravity of sin. All sin is first and foremost an offense against God. Sin offends God. This is true, not just when sin direct when we sin directly against God, like for instance, using his name in vain, but even in regards to sins against our neighbor. When we sin against our neighbor, we are first and foremost offending God and our neighbor secondly. Since God is infinitely perfect, since God is all good and all holy, since he is the sovereign and Lord over all, an offense against God carries more weight. In fact, uh, sin, and I'm talking here about mortal or grave sin offends God's infinite dignity and thus incurs a debt which is infinite, which is unpayable by us without God's help. So how on earth do we make things right? How on earth do we make satisfaction for offending the infinite God? God did it for us. The eternal son of God became man like us in all things but sin. And in the fullness of time, went to Calvary, and on the cross, out of supreme love for God the Father and for us, Christ offered something God the Father loves infinitely more than sin displeases Him, His only begotten Son. Thus the cross superabundantly atones for our sins. Our sins are debts we can't pay. Yet in His great love for us, Christ more than paid the debt of our sin. He superabundantly paid the debt of our sin, and His mercy is readily available To us in the sacraments in the sacraments baptism and reconciliation the forgiveness of an insanely big number five billion dollars it doesn't even scratch the surface of the gravity of sin and it especially doesn't scratch the surface of god's tremendous mercy now let's look at the much smaller amount the servant after being forgiven an insurmountable debt by the king runs into a fellow servant who owes him a much smaller amount he treats him harshly and refuses to show mercy and suffers the consequences. Now, growing up, I always imagined the much smaller amount to be something like $5. However, a much smaller amount in the original language is 100 denarii. Again, remember, one denarius was the typical daily wage for a laborer. So, This is 100 days worth of wages. Depending on how you calculate it, I mean, this is eight to $10,000. Look, frankly, that is not an insignificant amount of money for the vast majority of us. Yes, it's a smaller amount than $5 billion, but you know what? So is like virtually every other amount of money that most of us deal with, okay? The fact that the much smaller amount is a substantial debt points us to another reality the reality that forgiveness Costs us something, that it's not easy. It will cost us to forgive our neighbor who sinned against us. But you know what will cost us a whole lot more? Not forgiving our neighbor. It will cost us more in two senses. First, very often we are tempted to think that if we forgive, we are letting somebody off the hook. But in reality, the only person we hurt by not forgiving is ourselves. For then we allow the hate the anger, and the resentment to eat away at us and consume us. And secondly, as the gospel makes abundantly clear, the forgiveness of our sins is tied to our willingness to forgive others. Hard, though it can be to do so. Costly, though it will be to do so. Yet, while forgiveness is particularly hard for us, it is important to remember the role God's grace can have in transforming our hearts. You know, one of the best examples of, of forgiveness I've seen in, in recent years um, comes from the story of Immaculee Ilibagaza. Uh, she was born in Rwanda and she survived the 1994 genocide there, where 800,000 people lost their lives, including her mother, her father, and two of her three brothers. She was a young college student when this genocide broke out and she survived by staying uh, hiding in a bathroom for 91 days with a few other women. Please, God, none of us ever have to deal with some, something like she did. Um, we can hardly imagine the horror. And we, it's understandable that she struggled with anger and hatred towards the very men who had murdered her family. But she was also a woman of prayer. Uh, raised Catholic, she prayed the rosary devoutly through this ordeal, turning to Our Lady she, she spoke to God from her heart, and she brought this struggle to prayer. She brought these feelings of anger and hatred to prayer, and suddenly, uh, eventually, I should say, God gave her a tremendous grace, an insight that allowed her to see these killers um, as children of God, children of God who were blinded horribly by sin, and she actually felt compassion for, towards them. You know, eventually she came face to face with the man who had killed her mother and one of her brothers. And the first words out of her mouth to him were, I forgive you. Did that cost her? You bet. But what would have cost her a whole lot more would have been to say, I hate you. It would have eaten away at her soul. Immaculate turned to prayer and God transformed her hearts. We must do likewise. We must turn to our Lord in prayer. We must ask Him to transform our hearts so that we can truly forgive those who trespass against us. Then, too, we can be forgiven from on high.